Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 here we go. That's right, you heard the man. Welcome, it is the Cover Band Central Wisdom Hour number 108 for September 29th, 2020. I'm Steve Wichel in New Orleans. It's Tony B coming to you from Jersey. What's happening, brother? What's up? We, uh, we, we had a couple weeks off and uh, it was mostly because of audio technical issues and hopefully we're better. I think, we, I know we're better right now because we don't have the uh, background noise interference that was going on we're still making some slight improvements here but uh it's better it should be much clearer it should be much clearer we can get things things through to you you know all the wisdom that we have to offer everybody in the world yes now your wisdom can be delivered free of background noise and static yes maybe not the highest highest quality but you know you know. Well, Steve, you really can't qualify the wisdom which we impart, you know, to say it maybe it's not the highest quality would not really be accurate. This is true. It is it is the quality of wisdom that we're looking to impart and not necessarily the quality of sound. Correct. Which is what you do when you're playing music. Quality of sound when you're playing music is important. But we're not playing music right now. Right now, anyway. Um, how you doing? Yeah, how you I'm been? doing great, brother. I'm doing great. Cool. I am uh, keeping busy, 
I have been jamming, playing. I have become inspired to revamp my mega kit to version 3.0. Really? Yeah. Not crazy, crazy, like take the whole thing apart back to square one, but I'm going to... I'm gonna do some modification to it, so stay stay posted. I'll I'll post you some progress pics. We'll do a little story. I, I'm excited. I don't know how you could possibly add to what you already have the city of percussion that you already have put together. Reconfiguring the city. I see. Make it more like a village. Okay, Tony's village. I I I have a picture on my computer. Uh, from from many many years ago that you sent me um, of your kit and the the title of the picture is Tony's Village. Yeah, there you go. See, so yes, it's my village. So I'm I'm reorganizing the village. I'm. It's been probably oh man, five or six years, maybe even almost eight years since the last configuration of the of the mega kit. Oh my goodness. All right. Yeah, so it's time for a little free freshening up there. But no, I was excited cuz I was you know, I was playing it and you know, think about the evolution, right? So, you know me, I'm a big kit guy, right? right. Uh, I always like playing big drum sets. Um even when you and I played in the band together, I scaled it back, but it was still probably at least, you know, an 8-piece kit. Now I super scaled it back, right? To just a kick snare, a rack and a floor. Um, you know, with this new cover band that I play with, with and with Jimmy. So I've been shedding a lot on that small kit, just, you know, getting acclimated to the three drums and, you know, stretching the imagination of creativity of, of fills to play and, and, you know, different ideas now, right? Because you're sitting down behind a whole different environment. So over the weekend, I sat down behind the mega kit and I had the opportunity to play for like maybe 45 minutes. Okay. And, uh, I just realized how much I miss the the big hit, you know. It's just one of those things. It's like I can't wean myself off it. So it, it's my addiction to the big kid is in full force. So I've been playing, uh, like I said, over the weekend. So now I got the wheels turning and saying, well, if I move this over and move this down, I could add this here and reconfigure that and move these symbols into different areas and, you know, just make better use of the space, which I, you know, generally have a pretty good, command of utilizing the space to the fullest but now from like a visual perspective and just ergonomically making things more you know uh, aligned and stuff so it's going to be it's going to be cool i'm very excited it's going to be uh i'm going to add a couple of new sounds to it i have like maybe four or five things that i'm going to add to it and then i'm going to change around a bunch of stuff nice it'd be fun if you did like a video um of you changing everything around and then kind of played it back in high speed like a time lapse time lapse with like benny hill music yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love those kind of things i did a uh i don't know if i ever talk about this i don't think so i was on tour with jared uh jared fink who is a an artist from spokane who i've toured with a bunch of times uh great times on the road some of my favorite times in my life and uh <clears throat> we were in Galveston, Texas, and uh, we stopped for a bite to eat, and we went to this podunk restaurant in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and it was uh, me and Jared, and I think it was just me and Jared and Steve 
Sutton, the guitar player. And uh, we uh, noticed when we got in, they had this big board of Polaroid pictures of people and um, like a, a ranking thing. And it was a, and you see this a lot in Texas, it was a, uh, a challenge. Can you eat this much food in this amount of time? And then you get it for free. And you oh, see, yeah, huh? You'll see them on like billboards, like 48-ounce steak, eat it in an hour, and you get it for free or something like that. And this one was, uh, <clears throat> the challenge at this place was a, a, like a big mega burger. And it was like, I don't remember how many patties, but like, six or seven patties and just, and you know, everything you would think to put on a hamburger and, and then a plate of French fries and you had to eat this whole thing. And uh, it was like 45 minutes or something crazy like that. But it was mega. It was mega. Yeah. And I, I said, uh, and Steve Dunn was up for the challenge and we, you know, Jared and I coerced him to do it too. Of course. Oh, you could do this, man. What are you kidding me? Sure. You got this. Go, man. Yeah, Get it. Yeah. And he was all about it. So, uh, I had it, I, we were on the road, and I was I you know fancied myself a photographer and kind of videographer um, most of the time, but especially when I'm doing something like that. So I was taking a lot of video during our trip. So I had a, a kind of a uh, still actual video camera, and then I had my a, a camera camera that took video as well. So I set up one on a tripod and the, the film camera, and then I would, did the handheld with the other one. And I said, okay, I'm going to make this little, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to make this little documentary type of thing of, of this event. And I interviewed the uh, staff. I went back into the kitchen as they were making the burger and, you know, kind of interviewed them and asked them about, you know, past experiences with this. And it was fun. And then kind of built up to the event. And, uh, yeah, and just filming everything, kind of doing interview style stuff all the time. And then filmed him eating it. And and then the, the final uh, uh, verdict of it. And I went back. And then uh, a day or two later, we were at a hotel. And the two of them had to go do, like, an interview somewhere. And it was far, and I basically had the day off, so I had the option of just staying at the hotel by myself for for like a full day and night while they did that. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to do that." And then I took that time to make this video, and I spent I basically spent the whole time I was at the hotel on that. I went like to the the local gas station. I got a twelve pack of beer, and I had food, and that's it. I just did that and made that video. And it's up on YouTube. I, I've, I don't think I, you've ever seen it. Probably not. No, but I remember when um, when you were on the road. I remember you did. You were documenting a lot of stuff. You did a little documentary. You kept the journal, remember? And you had yeah. a bunch of stuff. So that yeah. was very cool. Yeah. So I, I I'll share that with with this uh, this audience. I'll share it with you too. Um, but while he was eating, that's what I did. I did the time, the time lapse thing for for most of it. But I would stop it at certain points and you know, where he said something funny or, or whatever. And uh, it's, you know, it's silly, but it's, I think I did a decent job of, of putting it together, putting the whole event together. It's, it's entertaining to me. So 
Um, I can't even remember what it's called. It's like the burger, the something burger challenge. I I, made, I titled the the video, so I don't even know actually where I have it on YouTube. I need I might need to re-upload it, but I know it's there. <clears throat> I think if you Google Jared Fink, J J J E R A D F I N C K, and burger challenge, you'll find it. <clears throat> so it's Jared Fink Burger Challenge. Jared, yeah, J E R A D. Um, but what it reminded me of that is that the time lapse thing, and I put that music behind it, the Benny Hill music behind while he was eating, and uh, it, I don't know, it's funny to me. Kind of the cliche thing that you would do for something like that, but still, it worked. Let's see. Are you looking for it? Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. I'm here. Jared, Jared, cheeseburger. It's Jared, not Jared. We're not going to Jared. Now a commercial for Jared's going to play. Yeah, what is it? Jared? Jared. J-E-R-A-D. J-E-R-A-D. F-I-N-A-D. F-I-N-K. C-K. F-I-N-C-K. Yes. And you'll find a lot of his videos up there. There's one, uh, like a music video that we did. Uh, I hear Jared Fink, Runaway. Yeah, Runaway is the one I'm on. Ninja, Criminal. You got to put in. Jared Fink. You got to put in the Burger Challenge in in your search. Burger Challenge. Yes. Because it's not going to come up with just his name. Or at least it wouldn't come up quickly. You'd have to scroll through a lot of stuff to find it. You out there in the well, audience can play along. And see how um, this here. works. It should here work. There you go. Yeah. It's, it says The Challenge. The which Challenge. Which pie films? Yes. Yeah, which pie films? <laughs> Steve, Steve Dunn of Jared Fink and J-Force tackles the ultimate JoJo Challenge at JoJo's Cafe in El Dorado, Texas. Oh, it's El Dorado. Eat, yes. That's eat right. a three-pound cheeseburger. <laughs> Holy cow. And how long? How, how long did he have? I don't, I don't know, but dude, the other one above it says the cash prize of five hundred dollars for the biggest burger challenge. Said to eat a twenty-two pound Get burger. Get out of here! Yeah, twenty-two pound burger. The thing to decide like a car yeah. hood. <laughs> it looks great. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh my god! Yeah, that's twenty-two pounds. Is not even. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a, sl- a witch pie films production. It's a right medium-sized dog. Witch pie. Yeah, so you can you don't need to watch it now. Steve, but. Steve, Steve the Cray Witch. Steve the Craze Witch. Steve the Craze Witch. So did so I guess the, the the burning question that I don't want to spoil for everyone, but I will let you d- disclose it if you so desire. Uh-huh. Did he actually meet the challenge and complete and eat the burger in the that's, correct amount of time? I can't tell you that because that's the so big Right, so now you got to watch it. That's the, you know, yeah, bitter. you have to, that's the, you, there's the build-up, the anticipation to it, the... All right, so to our new Amazon audience, right, 150 viewers tonight, let, look it up and let us know. Uh, yeah, I don't know Put if Put it back in the comments. Yes, we're, we are on Amazon now. If anybody's listening on Amazon, welcome. Hope you're listening on your Alexa. I haven't been able to figure out how to play it on my Alexa yet, and I've tried. Um, Alexa, I, give me wisdom. There's got to be a way. No, she's. Uh, if I ask her to play Wisdom Hour, she plays something else, and so she's not quite getting it yet. But, but she will. 
But I, if anybody out there is having success with it, then congratulations, because I haven't figured it out yet. I figured out how to listen to podcasts on Amazon. That's easy. Um, but it, for some reason, it doesn't give me, from my phone app, it doesn't give me the cast button like that you would normally have for music. It doesn't have the casting button for the podcast for some reason. So I don't know how to play it on there. I might, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I've tried. I, I have to go back and try it again. But anyway, we are on Amazon. People are downloading from there. So welcome. Amazon's my, one of my favorites. It's, I love my Lexus. I have seven of them in my apartment, one in every room, and they're all linked together. And it's my favorite thing in the world that I can just listen to music every room, all the time. Sounds real good. There's so many things you can do. You Any song. You know, and now, now podcasts, including the Wisdom Hour. Pretty cool. Um, Technology, man. Yeah. Craziness, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, speaking of that technology, how 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 amazing it is um i've been i like i really love interviewing people and i try to get people for this show and i also try to get people to interview in on video that i find interesting and and i ran across this uh video a couple weeks ago that was posted in the cover band central facebook group it was uh a cover of duran duran's uh girls on film and the the picture the still for for the for the video is just a guy and a girl she's playing piano and, and he's playing guitar and I, that kind of struck me as interesting i'm thinking okay like a stripped down version of that song cuz that's an upbeat dance song and, but in the description they said this is uh, song 76 of the 100 day challenge and i said oh okay that's interesting what's going on here so I watched the video, really good performance, really good interpretation of that song, and dug a little deeper and saw that th- these people had started, you know, a couple months ago, a 100 songs in 100 day challenge. And I'm like, this is great. I'm going to have to write about this. This is inspiring. This is interesting. Um, and I, so I kind of browsed through some of the videos that it, they had already done and and I like okay confirmed that they were real good and 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 they knew what they were doing, so uh, I I figured okay I'm gonna follow along and then wait till they get to the end, and then do a write up about it. You know I didn't want to do the write up while they're doing. It. I considered that, but then I was like no let me just wait till the end, and then I was gonna do it, and I said you know I really want to talk to them, you know I want to before I write about this I really want to know more about these people. So I reached out to the guitar player, the guy, uh, just a couple of days ago. And I said, uh, you know, this is Steve from Cover Band Central. I run this whole thing, and, and uh, I, I saw what you're doing. It's really interesting, and I'd love to do an interview with you both, like a live video interview uh, uh, the day after they completed it, uh, the 100th song, and which was today. Um, and he said, yeah love to so this afternoon it was eight o'clock their time but two o'clock my time i did an hour interview with with these two uh paul and helen by the way is their last name by the way spelled just like that by the way um from manchester england and uh their band is called the horse puppets and i did this hour long interview with them today 
and great. Just really, really cool hearing the story and inspiring and uh, incredible. Like, like you talk about this all the time, how getting into habits, you know, and how beneficial that is. And it's hard to do something for 100 days, anything, without skipping a day or... or Oh, oh yeah. No, no doubt. And much less, I mean, be that creative where you're, you're playing a song and you're filming it and you're editing it and you're uploading it every day for 100 days. Three, it's over three months long. It's a long time. Listen, that's an ambitious undertaking, too, because you know what that takes to do that. Yeah. A lot of work. Just And, and I was fascinated by this idea. So I, I really dug talking to them today. It was cool that they uh, are a married couple, youngish, you know, in 30s, I would say, maybe later cool. 30s. Um, uh, and uh, th- they, they did a lot of, it was almost all sort of like mellow coffeehouse versions of songs, whether it was a mellow coffeehouse version or not. Um, and they did, did really inter- interesting arrangements to some of the songs, changed up some of the chords in some songs, um, and really kind of redefined them for themselves or, or for the present. And I, I, I just really love it. I, I love that whole idea. Being somebody that's that disciplined um, will get you places. No matter how good, it's not even how about how good you are. You know, it's like, I mean, it kind of is, but it, people who do something like that are going to be good because they're doing something like that, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like you said, any, um, you know, first of all, if you do anything for 100 days, I mean, think about that, right? At the end of that 100 days, you're going to be that much better, you know, ju- just from that one instant. So, for example, let's say, you know, everyone says, how long does it really take to get in shape? You know, from being kind of flabby and out of shape and soft to being like in shape, you know, to where someone saw you and say, wow, man, you look really fit. It's 90 days, you know, right. and it's pretty much five, six days a week. So, you know, but your mindset and your diet would be seven days a week, you know, which would be the full 90 days. So 90 days, you can accomplish huge transformations in your life, you know, Um if, like you said, you you're focused and you did, you know, you put the you commit to it, you know, you decide what it is that you're gonna do. You commit to it, and then you do it. Like I can remember, you know, when we were younger, um, me and some of my buddies used to do these drum challenges where we would say, you know, for for 30 days, you know, we're gonna do this exercise routine for an hour a day every day for 30 days, and then we're gonna reconvene at the end of the 30 days and talk about it and blah blah blah, and You'd be amazed that in that 30 days, just how much better your chops got and how much more solid your playing was. And, you know, if you it, we did it to a click, so your timing became much better. And it was just like that dedication of the 30 hours in a short amount of time, 30 days. You know, it's a lot of time to put into something um, consistently, you know, and you get more out of it. Like we've talked about in the past by doing, you know, 30 days at an hour a clip than trying to do um you know, five hours a day, you know, to get to the same goal. You know, you want to spread it out to get the consistency. So like you said, with any any new habit, you know what I mean? You're going to definitely, um, you know, the first 
two weeks is probably the hardest part to stay committed. Once you're you're past that threshold, I think you're you're in it, and then you know you already have your momentum going. So I think like anything, you get the momentum up, and it just keeps going. Yeah, and there's a lot to it. Like these guys didn't. They did the work that needed to be done to make. They treated this like seriously, um, and didn't skip a beat. And they had to. It's interesting because a hundred songs is a lot of songs. You know, it, it it's like, you know, eight eight albums worth of songs. Um, and they said they went into it, starting off with songs that they already knew and they already liked. So easy enough. But then after, you know, like a week and a half or so, they had to start coming up with new stuff. And they were going by suggestions from their, their fan base already. And uh, they had to, you know, learn them in the morning, practice them, and then record them. And they everyone they did was live. You know, they didn't do any cuts. Um, it's all, you know, it's all uh, warts and all live. And the video quality is really good. And they use three different cameras. So you get different camera angles. And this guy is good at, at uh, editing. So they filmed it and he had a great audio mix and would do fades and uh, uh, for the video and changing the angles, keeping it interesting. Uh, re- very high quality. Um, but that's a lot of work, you know, in one day, every day. You have to get up. Oh, we got to learn a new song, and not not only were they learning new songs, but they were putting twists, a lot of twists on songs. Um, you know, certain tunes they were like changing the chords, but the melody would still work, or they would change the the uh, the timing to like three quarter timing instead, or um, so, and that was more in the later stages, like after fifty. Um, so it does, <laughs> yeah. so it so does started, that you have right, this to get creative with it. Yeah. You have this sort of quantum growth when you're in that zone, like you're talking about the habits of getting that you're building strength and, and with that comes new ideas and, and new ways to do things that are, uh, that are a surprise to you even like you come up with it and like, Oh, okay, this is kind of cool. So they, they went through that kind of experience in the time. Um, but she's talking about, you know, like how every day she's got to get her makeup done and her hair done and, and dress nice. And, and she took that seriously. Um, but she's like, you know, well, she's like, oh, I don't want to do this every day, but she, she did. And, uh, I, just, I it's such a highly commendable thing for me that I consider. Um, and, and I think people like that really need recognition. They need to be out there. They need to be inspiring people. And I, when I first heard them, I went through, kind of scrolled through their YouTube and their videos had like a hundred views or 150 views. And I'm like, no, 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 they, they need to uh, a big audience. These people, you know, it, it, people can learn a lot from that, just from that kind of motivation. Hey, listen, you know, the information is out there and there's a lot of great things, you know, but people just got to find their way to it. You know, I mean, I found something the other day on YouTube, um, and I was amazed that it only had like 300 views. You know what I mean? Same thing. And I was right. like, are you kidding me? How is that possible? Like no no one knows about it, you know? Right. Um, and that's part of the thing I love doing with the CBC, getting bands out there that, that need to be heard. 
that's one of my, my primary motivations for this because I'm a fan. And I, I remember, I remember like being on the road with, with Jared and even before then, and just traveling around the country and playing um, different clubs on a, on a bill with other bands most of the time. Um, so we would get exposed to a lot of new music while we were on the road. Um, and sometimes it was cover bands, sometimes it was original bands, sometimes a mix of both. And I, I heard a lot of good players that I otherwise never would have heard that have never gotten famous. They've never made it. But like, there's a couple of bands that I have their album that they, like they gave me their cassette or CD at the, not a cassette CD at the, uh, at the show. And, you know, Dude, they gave me an eight track after they came <laughs> off. They were killer. They gave me a reel to reel. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it, the, their albums that I listen to a lot still, um, a band called Grilled Lincolns from the, uh, I believe it was the D.C. area they were from. Fantastic band. They have like three or four albums. Um, and, uh, uh, but they, now I can't remember the name of that band. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so that's the, one of the joys for me is discovering new talent. Now I get to do it on online without having to drive all around the country. Um, so I, I, uh, implore you out there to check this band out, the, uh, horse puppets. It's the horse puppets.com and they're on Facebook and, uh, check out the interview I did today. It's on cover band central on the Facebook page right now. I'll have it up on YouTube in a little while and I'll have it up on the website too. And, uh, I'm going to do a write up about them too, but, uh, I did a video. Did you see it? I I sent you the article, Video of the Week. Yes, I did. Did you read it? I didn't, but I did open it and look at it. You did not. Uh, Sorry, man. Did you watch the video? I watched part of it. You did? Okay. Yep. Um, What did you think? I thought it was cool. I thought it was hip. Listen... I'm not going to lie to you. I looked at it when I was driving, you know what I mean? And then when I got to my destination, I quickly scrolled to it, bruised, you know, perused it, looked at it, hit the video for a second, watched it, and then jumped out and went about my way. Okay. So I'd have to really go back and to give you a, a real honest analysis, you know what I mean? I, w- I would definitely have to go and spend a minute on it and not just, you know, I just hit the pre- preview and it came up and it was, uh, it was the fly by night, right? It was yes. a rush cover. Yes. Yep. How is it at this point, Tony, that you have not devoted your entire life, every minute of your existence to Cover Band Central? How is that possible? It's just other things keep creeping in, man. Like, you know, just stuff. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, not even sleep. At work. <laughs> just, you know, like work and life and kids and college and, you know, do, do problems with your well and your house and just things take over, man. It's, it's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's hard, you know. It's okay. But no, it was, yeah, I thought it was cool. It, you know what it reminded me of? If you look at Anthrax did a video um, of Free Will by Rush, and they did it the same way. They did a four-camera shoot, you know, and they all did it remotely. And it was killer, you know, and it was spot on. It sounded great. Nice. So I'm, I'm really enjoying this investigating new band. So this band, for the video of the week, they're called Why Why Not? And they are... A rush to which is, which is Tony spelled backwards with an extra Y. Yes, just for the record, Tony. Um, <laughs> I didn't consider that, but you're Tony right. Y. Tony Y. 
<laughs> and they are they do a, a rush rush stuff and why why not is off of like why why z why why not and uh they've only been around for like five years they're put together by this guitar player and this bass player and I, yeah i watched the first video i watched from them was red barchetta playing live and it's a female singer very young and uh four piece you know guitar drums uh bass and, and a female singer and but the the tone of this bass it, it sticks out immediately red barchetta is just like getty lee i mean it's spot on he's like he kills it um and he's playing all the parts right and everything so it's like okay it's, they're serious, you know, they, they really did the work. And her tone, you know, it's like Getty had this high voice, and he, to some he sounded like a girl. So it's sort of appropriate for a girl to sing it. And, uh, you know, she nails the notes, and her tone, her she really has a good Getty Lee-type tone. You can kind of tell the difference, but there's times when it's like, oh, it so, that so, sounds almost exactly like Getty. So um, <clears throat> Red Marchetta was the first video I saw. And then I scrolled through a bunch of the others. They, you know, have a lot of the famous that you would expect Rush songs covered. Um, and I'm getting ready to play it, and then the thing just fell out of the headphone jack. Um, but then I saw this. It it's, looks like, like the kind of quarantine version that everybody's doing with the squares, like you said. Yep. Um, but it, they actually did it pre-quarantine. Um, and it's, yeah, it's Fly By Night, and I, and I was like, this is like spot on killer. So I'm going to play it for you guys because I bet that most of you haven't seen this article. But I want to hear it again too. Let me see if I got volume here. There we go. Enjoy. It's uh, Why Why Not? Why Why Not? Oh, it's coming out the phone, isn't it? because it's playing out my phone instead of yeah but she, she sounds great sounds good wait, wait let me see if this worked no why is that not going through into the speaker this is playing from my phone gotta fire those audio guys again <sighs> again just you know get come on man let's go we gotta get new guys <sighs> I think it's because the case is blocking blocking it going all the way in uh huh damn it anyway you can hear the rest of that. It's on uh, YouTube. Why, why not? Or uh, go on coverbandcentral.com. Read the article. I, I uh, dug it a little deep as I do into all these bands that I feature and find out their history and stuff. And so this bass player, his name's Tim. Um, he recently had surgery on his arm. And he did a, this video like a week or so ago, a li just a live talking to people video, talking about his arm and the surgery and his recovery. And I'm watching this, and he's like, 
yeah, this is Tim. And I see the cast and whatever. And he's like, yeah, this is Tim. I'm coming from Clifton, New Jersey. And I'm like, Clifton, New Jersey? I mean, I, that's where I lived before I moved to New Orleans. So I'm like, okay, there's some, some sort of synergy going on here. And I watched his video. He seemed like a real nice guy, real humble. Um, and, you know, he's talking about he's just going to be starting physical therapy soon. And at this point, I had already planned on featuring the band. And I watched that video. I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, like this will give me just a reason this, to talk. This is, this, this is the Why Why Not band? Yeah. So they were out of Clifton, New Jersey? Well, no. The bass player, he lives there or he's at, at least staying there. It appears that he lives there. But he's not from there, but he lives there. So I'm saying the band is a Jersey band? No. No, no. Oh. No, they're... Uh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> that's terrible. I can't tell you exactly where they're based out of. Wow. Um, no, but that's interesting. That like the so the guy lives here though. He lives there, but Jersey. he but on the website it says that he was found in he was in Florida when when uh, when the guitar player and he first got together. So, and and but on on his Facebook it says he's his hometown is Ohio or something like that. So like I have no idea. But I just know in that video he's like. Yeah, I'm coming from Clifton, New Jersey, and he talked about his arm. So I, I, I did the write-up. He also did a, a – and I was when I was first watching the live uh, stuff with that tone, I mean, you hear that tone. It's so, like, Getty Lee's tone. I'm like, man, I, I want to know what he's using. Like, how's he getting that tone? And I'm trying to look. You know, he's got a pedal board. I'm trying to see it somewhere on the video, but I can't see it. And then as YouTube does, it kind of feeds you videos that – things you'll you'll be interested in and i saw one on the sidebar where it said tim from um why why not breaks down his bass rig and it's like a four, it said like 14 minutes long I'm like oh all right well there you go now i can learn how, how he's doing it so i watched that video and he was very very generous with his information like how he does like and tried to take his time with it make sure he explained everything you know, from the start of it, from the basis he uses and the, the pickups on it and origin of those and why he likes them and, and to how he has his pedal board set up and why he has it set up that way. And uh, he has a rig for live and then a rig for studio. And he, he broke down both of them. They're different. And he explained why. It, like, took his time, you know, to really try to, without any pretense, without any ego, just, like, because he, he clearly loves it, like just loves Rush. You know, he's got Rush posters all over the place and uh, totally dedicated, like all in. Um, and then he showed how he does the keyboards. He's got like a, you know, one of those big keyboard pedal board things like Eddie has and uh, and triggers uh, uh, tracks too with it. And, 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 and he showed how he did all that, you know, like showed what programs he uses. Blah, blah, blah. So anybody who wants to learn things like that, it's so cool. I mean, th this age of information where you have a question of, like, how is this? Oh, and then here's the answer. And from from people like that who are really just, like, super talented but cool. So these guys, it says they're out of Lake Forest, California. Okay. And they got a bunch of albums out there, a progressive original band that also d right. does covers. Right. I mean, this started out with the whole Rush thing, yeah. And and they have two original albums, two real good. Um, yeah, very cool. Yeah. 
So they're they're the man I featured this week, and I'm I keep you know looking for bands like that. So anybody that has a band like that or knows a band like that, send me that info, Steve at CoverBandCentral.com, and I will definitely check it out. And you know, I'm just about being a fan here, and really finding uh, bands that I think other people will like. Like how could you not? Kind of bands like like the band from today, Horse Puppets, and why why not? Yeah, yeah. Rush no, like I said, it's amazing. Like you said, when you when you get when you start digging into what's you know, you know how many times you get into, um, you know, you're on YouTube, right, and you're looking at something, and then you, you get you get sucked down the the vortex, you know, you get into the wormhole and the rabbit hole, and then all of a sudden you're you know you're 15 videos removed from where you started, and you're into you know something completely different, but find all kinds of stuff like my brother is great for that man he finds all kinds of obscure killer stuff on on youtube that he sends me all the time you know right and it's uh you know it's it's always it, it's amazing at, at the the breadth of information and and sheer volume of stuff that you can find you know like and the talent that's out there worldwide you know this i saw the other day it was six-year-old drummer plays hot for teacher <laughs> you know, and, and like killing it, right? It, uh, re- really cool, but yeah, the the information age, like you said, I mean, I saw great. Um, you know, he sent me another thing for Eddie Van Halen. They interviewed him on some talk show and asked about. I think the video on YouTube says like Eddie Van Halen talks about the reinvention of rock and roll, but he talks about all the different things he does stylistically and the evolution of his playing, and th- and it was just really cool to get a perspective and see how, you know, uh, he's evolved and, and how he was showing with that, you know, hammer-ons and pull-offs and all the stuff that he does and how he really made it, uh, into an organized it into musical, uh, you know, and it wasn't just chops and licks to be played, but he actually made music out of it. Like between, yeah. um, you know, uh, not, not just eruption, but I mean like little guitars and like the beginnings of a lot of those songs with the harmonics and he just goes through and shows all the stuff and like, it's just a, a true master of the instrument, you know, talk about 10,000 hours. Right? right. But, and, and he, you know, alludes to that where he says, you know, there was no internet to go look stuff up, you know, like back in the eighties, you know, when we were, you know, or even back in the seventies when we were kids, he's like, there was no way to get your music out there except to play everywhere. You know? And he said, we would play high school dances and, you know, we play in the parking lot of, of malls and we would play you know in people's backyards he's like you know you might not have liked our music or liked us but you definitely knew who we were right go-getters yeah it was the persistence of of, you know of 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 following that dream and and pressing it on and saying like yeah man yeah you know we're gonna do this yeah and loving it man you gotta love it you gotta love what you're doing that's why things like that work like horse puppets 100 days and it's funny because I, I, I was talking to my friend last night and telling him I was going to interview them today. And he said, I, and at that point, I didn't know what their relationship was. I just knew they had the same last name. They were husband and wife. I didn't know if they were brother and sister. Um, and uh, he said, uh, ask them if they're sick of each other after 100 days. Um, so <laughs> so I, I, I told them that. I told them exactly the way I said it to you. And they laughed too. 
And they're like, no. And so they seem like a very harmonious couple, you know, that in, in more ways than one. Um, you know, they sing together. And I thought, man, what a cool life that seems to be to, to coexist, uh, cohabitate with somebody that, uh, that you can do something like that every day. You know, get through a hundred days with a couple with your, with your wife or your husband doing the same thing every day. Um, and they seem to get through with, with joy and with love and with care and, and passion and, and inspiration. Um, and yeah, it's great. when you approach anything like that in life, then it, you're going to reap the rewards from that. No doubt, no doubt about it. It's just going to happen. Cause it, it spawns, it spawns things that you didn't expect. Quantum leaps. Big time, man. Like I said, it's 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 amazing when you really, uh, you know, like I said, dedicate yourself to doing something that you you can, and you're immersed in it. You know, how much you, like you said, exponentially grow just by the nature of of having to do it. You know, so that's why you think like. You know, when you see a professional musician, right? When you see someone like a, that, you like a hero that you that you really admire. Like let's say, like take for example, like you're talking about Rush. Take like a Neil Peart, right? Mm -hmm. So when you see him, and, and it's like you think about, wow, think of the level that he plays at, and you know, and and how flawless his performances are. But then you think about, it and you say, but yeah, but he's been doing that every day for forty years, right? You know. Like he's been playing music for forty years, he's been playing drums for forty years, and not like casually, like an hour here, an hour there, you know, a little bit, you know, like every day, you know. And, and like you said, when you're on tour, you know, you know, three, four hours a day, you know, multiple days in a row for hundreds of days, you know, for hundreds of gigs, hundreds of tours, you know, so it's thousands of hours a year right. of playing. So you can't, you know, imagine how, you know how exponentially you would grow after even being on tour. I remember Daughtry saying he would, they went on tour for a year with Nickelback. And in that year, he not only grew as an artist, but the band evolved like tenfold in comparison to the two years prior to going out on the road right. of rehearsing and writing the album. And, you know, gelling and, and and you know he said then that one year on the road was like 10 years of, of band practice right yeah you want to get better at doing something then you need to do it do it a lot and yeah. do, do it with fun do it with like have fun um i mean i have like that consistency man like you said you know it's something you do every day or every other day like this you know there's not a lot of time left in the year but there's still more than 90 days left so you can still pick a challenge for yourself and say you know sure. what for 90 days I'm going to do this and Christmas will be here before you know it you know yeah um, but a lot happens in that amount of time because like today is September 29th I broke my arm June 19th so a little over three months ago three months and ten days so almost right. exactly 100 days somewhere in that ballpark yeah and right. to me, when I broke my arm, that feels like freaking years ago, man. I mean, my life has changed, you know, dramatically yeah. Oh, yeah. in that period of time. So it's it, it's an investment in time. It really is. I mean, I, I've gone through a lot in that 100 days. Um, so 90 days. I mean, it's that seems overwhelming to people. 
but it's it's just a one day at a time thing too. But you have to have that discipline. It helps to have somebody else with you that is is pushing you too. I imagine. You know, if somebody's tired, the other person's got to be like, "Come on, let's go." Oh, oh yeah, and the other thing too is like you said, if you're do, if you or if you're also doing something with someone, or there's other people involved in the challenge, so to speak, you know, or whatever you're you're pushing yourself to do, it is easier to stay, you know on track or more motivated if you're not very easily motivated because some people like if they pick like I can set my mind to do something and not have anybody to do it with and and still hold myself accountable you know but when I did something like say the biggest loser challenge years ago with two other teammates you know against you know a hundred people it's a different mindset you know what I mean because you're your motivation lies in you know I have this many days left until you know the 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 finale or, you know, when we have to, you know, to, to, to win, you know, whereas when you do right. something for yourself, you just no winning a prize except that, you know, what you're going to gain from it. Like you said, you know, if you apply yourself to do an exercise, you're going to see those results in 90 days. If you apply yourself to your instrument, you're going to see that in 90 days, you know, it, it applies to anything. Like you said, if you just said, you know what, I'm going to try to be more kind every day for the next 90 days, after 90 days, you're going to be a changed person. You you yes. can't help but not be. You're not going to all of a sudden 90 days say, oh, okay, my kindness challenge is over now. I'm going to go back to being a dick. <laughs> right. You know, like you just won't have that tendency to, to act that way anymore. Right. You know, because you've, because like I said, you've conditioned yourself. You know, it's just, it's, it's just replacing habits and forming good habits and replacing bad ones with good ones because bad ones, like you said, are easy to get into and hard to get out of. But the motivation is like, it's something that's easy to do and it's enjoyable, you know, so you'll do it. Some of the stuff that's really, you know, benefits us as people that you're going to see true results in your life where you're going to see something measurable and it's going to really be good for you is, is going to be hard. You know, it's not going to be easy and fun. Right. Now, you can make it easy and fun, you know, with your approach. It's all about your mindset, right? I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, to, you know, those those guys, uh, horse uh, puppets could, could have uh, really kind of characterized it as easy and fun because cause they knew what they were doing and they had a routine and, and they seemed to really enjoy each other's company. Um, so... Yeah, like I said, yeah, it's it's how you look at it, um, and and you know, setting some sort of goal, like even if it was just like I want to have a hundred videos on my YouTube channel, so now you have a number to achieve. Um, but it does help to to have that discipline to self motivate, do it every day. But I'm really enjoying for me, like what my motivation is now. I really enjoy this kind of thing talking to other people you know even like especially this you know we do this every week but just meeting new people like this like i mean i spoke to two people in friggin england today with ease in real time and video and you know got to to pick their brains on what they're doing and they they really appreciated the whole thing and i mean how killer is that, man? <laughs> yeah, and like you said, to talk about technology, I mean, think oh about God. that. It's, it's it's crazy, you know. So cool. I mean, so- I see it. You know, like I said, with you know, with all the COVID stuff, right, and having to do work. You know, you know, I'm still, you know, now 
more than ever, I'm back out in the field and, you know, we're having in-person meetings on site, you know, job sites outdoors, you know what I mean? And, and, and looking at things in that regard, but all the daily meetings are still all via zoom or Microsoft teams or conference calls, you know what I mean? So everyone's staying right. super connected no matter where they are, right. you know, um, oh, via, you know, this whole conference platform, which is only now, like you said, evolved and become even more sophisticated as a result of the COVID. And easier. And like, why wouldn't you? Now it's something you found that works and it's a little more, it's a lot more convenient for people. It keeps, you know, traffic off the road and, uh, you know, people like to, you know, they can wear their pajamas and it's, it's okay. At least on the bond. Anyway. Yeah. Now, well, now listen, you also have to remember too, that it's, it's, you know, there's a lot to be said though for, be getting out and going to work, you know what I mean, and and, yeah, yeah. and socializing with and seeing people and being more, um, you know, in, in, engaged, so to speak, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, but I still don't. I, I still don't hate this. And I said that in the beginning of the pandemic, like, yeah, I don't really mind this. I don't really mind being at home all the time. And I still don't. I still don't mind it. I, I, I've, I've. I can entertain myself. I have plenty, all the niceties of life here, plus, 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 plus. And, uh, yeah, I'm my own boss. But I, I'm pretty motivated. So I want to throw this at you, um, see what you think. Because I'm a little nervous about this. Um, but Chong suggested to me that I should try to interview Rick Beato, try to reach out to him. Yeah, I think he's a cool guy. I think he, I think he would totally... Do it too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he does seem like a super cool guy. I don't know how accessible. I mean, he seems like he's pretty accessible. To yeah, but you're, listen, you're also not some guy like, dude. I watch your videos. I, I love you. Can I, you know, can I have a minute of your time? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna approach it as like, dude, I'm Cover Band Central. I got you know 150,000 you know viewer audience. I mean, he has a, you know uh, a, a lot more than that. A lot right? more than that. He's got you know nearly two million subscribers. on <laughs> Correct, but you could say, you know, much like you do, like if you craft the email in the right way, right, you know, much like you do, Rick, you know, we support the community of musicians too, and what you do is great, and, you know, uh, you know, I think he would be receptive and respond to that. I mean, you know, if he d didn't get right back to you, it wouldn't be because, it, you know, he, he was not um, engaged in, in trying to be part of what you're asking him to do. It would be because he's so busy, because he says it all the time, you know, like when he – does the videos he's like you have to guys have no idea how much work it takes sure. for me to do these you know and he has hundreds of videos you know sure. so think about how many thousands of hours he's got invested you know i mean he's granted he's got a professional studio with real gear you know what i mean and he's got ways of manipulating it so it's killer but it still takes a ton of time yeah killer he gets killer players to come in and and, and do stuff so i i would like i think it's a good idea to interview him, but I would really need to do my homework, you know, on him, like find out everything I can about him. And there's a lot of stuff to find out. Um, because if I'm going to interview somebody, I need to have a purpose to me. I need to, it can't just be like, yeah, I just want to shoot the shit with you. It has to be like, no, correct. Right. And you could, you know, think about that too. You know, right now, don't forget he's big on, um, he just went through the whole thing with the, with the copyright infringement and censoring. Right. 
video right. and all that stuff. So there's a lot of material there on that. Yeah, you know, I think it's like a, talking about it already, but yeah, I think you know, that's become a non-issue though. So I don't know. No, but I mean, but I think he would be receptive to it because cover bands. He's always dissecting all kinds of cover stuff, right? right. So in other words, he's always, you know, like the other day, dude. This another one, great video about Alex Van Halen's snare sound from the 1984 record. So he took all weight. And then he figured out, you know, what kind of drum, the tuning, the heads, what kind of dr actual drum Alex used. And then he EQ'd it and compressed it in a certain way. You know what I mean? And he, he really did duplicate the sound to like 98%, you know? And mm. he attributed it to saying that, you know, uh, it was it's surely the way that Alex plays the drum, right. which I found very interesting, which can't be duplicated. Right. It was I could duplicate the timbre, the tuning, the the note that it's tuned to, the amount of 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 sustain and echo it has to it, the presence, the exact same type of drum, these type of heads, but you know, you hitting it and me hitting it and him hitting it and Alex Van Halen hitting it are all going to have a different sound on tape. Right. It's just the way it is, you know, right. because of, of how that that again re reiterating how special everyone's touches to an instrument. Right. Yeah. So, so he's got a lot, you know, a ton of videos. Like I, I would have to be able to go in equipped asking him questions that he, ha he hasn't already answered, you know, I, like, cause yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? Cause I, I don't want to be like, like from his point of view, like, well, duh, I did a video about that. You know, I, I, I really would need to find questions to ask him that he hasn't answered or just come have a good angle on, on a reason to, talk to him other because like like with with the man today horse pops a big reason for that for me was i wanted to help promote their stuff you know like i felt like in this circumstance i have some control where i can help help these people and also get some content for myself um so it, to me it's a win-win as far as rick beato is concerned i he doesn't need any help with exposure from me right, <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I need to come up, I need a different reason, um, you know, that, that to him would be valuable too, you know, and that, I feel like that's, unless I go into it with that, then I don't, I don't know how to approach it really. You know, I, I mean, can, can I just go in and say, Hey, I have this thing covered band central and I think, you know, it'd be great if you came and did an interview with me because, you know. No, I would agree with you. You definitely need, um, you know, uh, a narrative to be able to engage him with. Right. Right. So, it, you know, something like that whole live streaming Facebook issue that came up, that would be a good reason. But that's old news to me now. Um, so if it's if it's just like kind of talking about the topics of the day and something that he hasn't talked about yet, then, then that I think would be a value for both of us. Um, so, but I would have to come at it obviously from the angle of the cover band thing of, of cover band musicians or anything in that, that fits under that umbrella anyway. So I'm going to think on it, put it out there. Um, seems like a good idea. So I'm trying to just kind of hone my skills too, as an interviewer, um, by interviewing other people. So if I'm the only way to get better at interviewing is to interview. So I, I'm going to try and do more of that. I just need to find 
other artists like that. So it, it helps, like, it just kind of fell on my lap because he posted it in the Cover Band Central group. But that's one of the great reasons for having the Cover Band Central group is that's where I'll find it. That's where I'll find those things. Um, and and that really shows the value, too, from his side of trying to promote yourself wherever you can. You know, his his post didn't get a lot of engagement. I just happened to see it at the right time. And um, it got piqued my interest because, oh, day, the 100-day challenge. No, it's very cool. Like yeah. I said, any type of challenge, anything you can stick with for 100 days – yeah. A, like you said, it's hard. They're dedicated to doing it, but they had, they enjoyed it and had fun, and they had someone to do it with, you know. Yeah, and did it, but, and, and then promoted it. You know, that's that's a big part of it. You know, you have to take all this stuff, and they did it every day. They would come up with the idea, do the recording, mix it, uh, edit it, and then promote it. So I think within the next hundred days, you should do some research and figure out a way to engage Rick Beato, and that should be the I, Steve Mitchell. I don't even think it would take that long if I dedicated it. Hundred day challenge. I don't think it would take that long to just no, to just try to be focused on what how I could engage him. No, but I'm saying you can't just give up life to to pursue Rick Beato for no, the no. next three months. You know what I mean? No, I think I do the things that I would do if I were to talk to him, and you know, and that's basically what I'm trying to do. Just right. Like, just, just like interview people. Um, you know, I, I'm very comfortable with it. As long as I know I have a, a kind of an agenda going in of, of things that I want to talk about and things that I want to know. Um, and it doesn't take much, you know, for, for the one I did today. I just scribbled some notes on a notepad of certain things, uh, certain bullet points, basically, and knew under those bullet points, you know, other follow-up questions I could ask and, and whatnot. So, um, so I'm going to be doing more of that because I, I can't get a challenge out of it, I don't think, unless it's like – like I'd like to interview somebody every day. I suppose I could, but that's harder because I have to recruit. I can't just do it myself. Oh yeah, no, that'd be a hundred interviews in a hundred days. That would be a lot. Yeah, I mean, it, and like and like you said, nearly impossible to do by yourself. Yeah, it's not like I just pick people off the street. Hey, you, come here. I'll talk to you. <laughs> hey, you got a minute? Um, yeah, no, it had to, like you said, have some merit, you know, or, or be somehow relative to what we're doing here, you know, and to what you're doing with Cover Band Central. Yes. Um, so anybody has any, any ideas about that, send it to me, steve at coverbandcentral.com. Uh, make sure you go to the website. It's happening. It's rocking. Coverbandcentral.com and sign up for a free profile for you or your band or both. Um, listen to the past wisdom hours. This is 108, so you got a lot of catching up to do. If you haven't listened to one through one oh seven, I assure you. <laughs> yeah, you got a little bit of catching up to do. A little bit of catching up, but it's good stuff. Uh, we try to keep it entertaining and informative and inspiring, and uh, we have fun. And uh, hope you do too. Hope you guys out there are all safe and healthy and sticking with this stuff. We'll get through it. Still, just keep motivated. Keep doing stuff. Keep moving. Yeah, ch- challenge yourself to get better every day. Add something. Yes. See you next week.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.